<laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening over WIMG 1300. And if you caught me, I was pulling this out, the three-time Stellar Award-winning station, WIMG 1300. And you're listening over WIMG 1300, of course, and you're watching over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey. In the studio with me, I have Roz and Jennifer from PEI Kids, and we're going to be talking about the spring annual dinner and auction. And we're going to get into all the details. You may remember Roz from being on the show last year at about this time as well. So ladies, welcome to the Trenton 365 show. Thanks for having us, John. Fantastic. It's, it's my pleasure. So. Of course, I always like for everyone to introduce themselves and share a little bit about who they are and how they got involved in the organization. Roz, we'll let you go first since you are in that executive position. Well, yes, I'm Roz Dashiell. I'm the executive director for PEI Kids, and I've been with the agency for three years now. Um, I had been doing a lot of work in the nonprofit sector in Camden County, uh, and then I had an opportunity in Mercer County, and I was really impressed uh, with the region uh, and the commitment to offering community services. Uh, so I really made a commitment to do some meaningful work in this Mercer County community. And then the offer came available uh, through PEI Kids, and I learned about it through the founding executive director, Evelyn Gill. Uh, she referred me to the board, and uh, after a long process, I ended up coming on board with PEI Kids. I've been here for three years now, and it's been wonderful. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jennifer? Now over to you. Jennifer Pearson. I've been with the organization for over four years now. Uh, I served on the uh, volunteer committee for the annual dinner for over four years and for the wine tasting. I'm also now a current board member for the past two years, and I got involved with the organi organization through Lonnie Hand, um, who also is a co-worker at NJM, and is a, NJM is a very uh, huge sponsor of PEI Kids. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's talk about PEI Kids as an organization. I mean, everyone likes to have good times and enjoy themselves, and it's nice that you're here talking about the event that's coming up, because it's a nonprofit organization, mm -hmm. and that's one of the ways that, that you raise money. But what is the organization, and, and what, are, what are some of the principal guide guiding principles of the organization? Um, sure. PEI Kids' mission is dedicated to promoting and maintaining a safe environment for all children. Uh, and in doing that, we work with the child, with families and caregivers, and with educators to provide prevention education for children and communities, to provide intervention programs for children impacted by violence, abuse, crime, or neglect. Uh, and we also provide uh, support programs for children in foster care. Mm -hmm. um, so we do uh, provide a comprehensive set of services to children um, who are vulnerable and find themselves in situations where they're in a transition in their lives or where they're working through challenging situations. Mm -hmm. um, our work is really based on an empowerment philosophy. We believe in empowering children about their rights, their rights to be safe, strong, and free, and then giving them the tools to work hand-in-hand -hand with adults in the community to cultivate a safe environment and to handle themselves and how to handle themselves in unsafe situations. Mm -hmm. Now, um, you know, when I've had you on before, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, oftentimes when we think about nonprofit organizations, we always, like, think very, very specialized, mm -hmm. very, very small. And I know one of the questions that I had was, you know, who are the children that are being served mm -hmm. by PEI kids? You know, are they just uh, inner-city children, children in urban environments? Right. Are they, is it countywide? Is it statewide? Talk about your audience a bit, please. Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, actually, PEI kids serves over 12,000 children and families each year. Uh, it's, it's interesting because uh, we have several programs, as I mentioned. One of our programs is an intervention program for child victims of sexual abuse. Um, and, you know, we track the demographics uh, for that program in particular very carefully. And we actually have clients from every single municipality in Mercer County every year. Um, we also do our prevention education program, which is a school-based program. So we go into 65 uh, public, private, and charter schools in Mercer County, and we present workshops to children, teaching them how to stay safe. And we present that to children in grades K through 8. So we're really in doing work throughout every municipality in the county. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And uh, how long has the organization been in, in existence? We were established in 1985, so we've been around for 32 years now. Oh, my yes. goodness. The yeah, reason why I say that is it takes me back to high school days. And mm -hmm. then I start thinking, wow, been out of school for a long time. I know. It's, it's frightening. <laughs> and it's interesting because we have actually 
um, worked with generations, three generations of children and adults now in Mercer County over the years. So often we'll see adults coming back to some of our programs with mm. their children mm. to bring them to the program that made a difference in their life or that helped them turn their lives around. So it's beautiful to be in a position to see that now, how we have really impacted generations of families in the community. That is fantastic. Mm. Ross, thank you so much for sure. uh, that uh, very large expose of the history of, of PEI Kids. Folks, you can go to the website as well. It's P-E-I, just like the letters, kids, K-I-D-S dot org. There you can see all the different things that the organization is doing. You can also see some uh, newsletter type of things uh, about the upcoming spring event, the previous fall uh, fundraiser events as well. Now, Jennifer, I want to swing over and talk to you a little bit because um, most people know that nonprofit organizations, um, they work in a capacity where they're driven by volunteers, um, people who are committed to what the organization is doing, et cetera. How did you become a part of the organization? As I stated before, uh, through my coworker Lonnie Hand um, at NJM, and NJM is a huge supporter of PEI Kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, it was phenomenal. She asked me to come in and uh, to be a volunteer, and of course, as a mother of two, um, anything that I could do to help serve in enriching and preventing child abuse uh, with with children was it was near and dear to my heart because again, prevention, um, also being able to provide support for children who have suffered uh, child abuse. It was something that I felt as though I could contribute and make Mm. a difference through. Um, So being a part of the volunteer, this organization, I just saw going into this organization how how passionate these people were about helping this community. So it, it was just a natural fit for me. And after four years, um, I took it, went a step further and became a board member. And now I am the co-chair of this year's annual dinner. So it, it's just phenomenal to be able to work with such a wonderful group that has such a huge impact on children. Mm-hmm. And Roz, I think that that is a, a, a true testimony to the organization. You have someone who comes in through someone else who's already volunteering, and now that person steps up into a leadership role. Absolutely. To co-chair an event and is serving on the board. So I think that's that's almost like that multi-generational thing to an extent that, exactly. that you were just talking about. Yes. So that's fantastic. So what has your experience been like? And I know that you're, you're obviously passionate about it, and you obviously enjoy it, or you wouldn't be doing it. But what have you gotten out of this? Well, certainly just... As I said, you know, when I first started, um, it was just about it was about being involved and making a difference. Mm. But then to be able to, you know, expand and bring others in to help this organization, it's just it's been phenomenal just to see how this organization for years after years they've made such a wonderful impact on this community and just to be able to help them grow and to be able to continue with their programs and make a difference. So it's, it's just been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Now, Roz, contact information for the organization and where are your offices located? So our offices are located in Lawrenceville, uh, right off the Brunswick Circle. Uh, we're centrally located in the county, uh, but we have program and we have programs that actually occur in the community in Trenton as well. Um, so we have our juvenile and dimension services program there. Uh, we have a program for teens called Managing Aggression and Violence. Uh, teens who are working through issues. You know, our, our teenagers these days are really growing up in a different world than the one that you and I grew up in. Uh, and they really have a whole different set of challenges. So in that program, we really encourage mentorship uh, and call on adults to get involved with children uh, and to show youth the opportunities for leadership in the community and to show them what leadership looks like in the community and that it's very doable. Um, It's important for them to see people coming in and talking to them and showing them what leadership looks like. Um, And also to give them connections and resources in the community so that they have a network that they can turn to when they are having challenges in their daily lives. Because um, children who have been through difficulties, um, you know, it's easy for them to close themselves off. Mm -hmm. So we want to always make sure that they have adults that they can turn to as resources and for good advice at the ready access to help them through those challenging situations. Mm -hmm. Um, So we try to uh, really cultivate those connections intergenerationally in the community. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what was the reason behind Evelyn wanting to start this this organization? I know because I mean it seems like it makes sense. I mean now, right. but you're talking you know almost thirty years ago, right? Where you know 
it, it takes something to keep an organization going. Mm -hmm. But um, what was that initial spark, the reason for wanting to start the organization? You know, Evelyn Gill really was a visionary. Uh, she and a colleague were volunteering at a, a crisis hotline for rape victims. And they were getting calls often for youth, children under 18, and they realized there were no resources in the community specifically for children to A, teach them about child abuse prevention and how to keep themselves safe, and there were no intervention programs or no specialized resources to send these children to when they were victims of sexual abuse. So it was that need in that community. Um, she's just one of those people that recognized the need and decided to do something about it. Uh, so she and a colleague around her kitchen table started this organization. Uh, so the first office was in Evelyn's kitchen table. Uh, and it grew from there. Um, the first business address the agency had was on Hope Street in Lawrenceville, which I think is so fitting um, to be on a street called Hope. Mm -hmm. uh, and then ultimately we were able to purchase the property, uh, which is our headquarters now, at 231 Lawrence Road in Lawrenceville. That's awesome. And the website again, folks, is peipapaechoindiakids.org. And there you can find out more about the organization and see some of the different things that are going on, especially the forthcoming uh, spring event and then the fall event, which will be coming up soon as well. Roz and, and Jen, I'd like you both, Jennifer, I'd like you both to uh, talk about some of the services that are offered to the families and what are some of the experiences that you've heard back from the, the families that are involved in the programming at PEI Kids? Um, well, I could talk about a couple programs. So we have one called our Juvenile Intervention Services Programming and within that department, that's the one where we really work with adolescents in the community who are uh, working through some challenges in their lives. So <clears throat> we'll have youth who may be at risk of juvenile justice involvement because they're dealing with aggression or anger issues because they have no outlet for the uh, challenges and the struggles and the frustrations that they're dealing with in life and they often have no support uh, just and no adult to talk to um, you know factually we know that the, the most influential factor to a child's success is whether they have one adult that believes in them mm -hmm. and often someone on our staff is that one adult um, you know, so often the kids that we deal with are coming from households where there are lots of kids in the household, resources are very thin, and they just don't have that base of support that they need, and we become that for them. So our Juvenile Intervention Services Program meet once a week. We serve 120 youth through that program, um, ages 11 to 18. So these are kids who <clears throat> are at risk of juvenile justice involvement, or sometimes we'll deal with first and second time offenders in what's called our CGs program. Um, so, and really these kids just need some direction and some opportunity. Um, so we try to, first of all, it's a 16-week program where we give them some basic skills in communication and violence avoidance and conflict resolution um, because they haven't learned how to deal constructively with conflict um, and understanding <clears throat> the, um, the ways that you can show strength without necessarily showing anger. Um, so, it, to some extent, it's a re-education, but they're young enough and resilient enough that they're at a point that we can do that, and they can learn to live within the confines of the law, respect authority, and go on to live healthy and productive lives and make better choices. And we have some wonderful success stories about kids who have come back to the program after graduating from college. Um, to mentor kids who are currently in the program and talk about what a difference it's made for them. So that's one of my favorite programs uh, because we get to see young people come back and mentor other young people in their community. Uh, Jen, do you want to talk about one of our programs? Well, one of the reasons why I got involved was because I heard of, I, I, I was advised that this organization is providing services free of charge for counseling of children that have been victims of child abuse. There, as Roz stated, there is such, unfortunately, a need for this type of counseling, and it, it's imperative mm -hmm. that um, you know we get in there and that we are providing these services to these children of sexual ab abuse and assault early on to help them, you know, to understand w what's happening, what has happened to them, and help them to become productive members of society. And there aren't any, there aren't many of these types of services for them, but to be able to provide this type of service free of charge to families who otherwise would not have access to this type of counseling. Roz, could you provide us with some numbers as to Absolutely. how many children we serve a year? Absolutely. Every year we serve over 200 children 
um, and we also counsel family members, supportive family members. So we see close to 400 clients a year just in our counseling program. Uh, and Jen made a good point that these services are provided free of charge because we want to eliminate barriers to accessing quality therapeutic services. And that's why fundraisers like the one we're having now are so important because they provide the funding that enables us to provide these services seamlessly throughout the year without interruption. That's fantastic. I'm speaking with Roz and Jennifer of PEI Kids, representing PEI Kids tonight on the Trenton 365 show. We'll be back after a very short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Trenton365. You're listening and watching the show every Tuesday night from approximately 8 to 9 p.m. over WING 1300. Streaming over the website as well, WING1300.com. And on Facebook and Twitter, WING1300. As you can see in front of me, WIMG has done it again three times in a row. We won the Stellar Award for the small market representing Trenton, New Jersey. So check out Stellar Awards just doing an internet search, and soon you'll be able to actually see the video of uh, our studio people gathering and receiving the award. In the studio with me is Roz and Jennifer from PEI Kids, and we're talking not only about the organization, the nonprofit organization that is a child. Um, violence prevention. There's a bunch of other um, antidotes that we could add to that, but we're also talking about the fundraisers. We have a spring fundraiser that's happening at the end of the year in April, and then in the fall, there's a wine tasting event that takes place as well. Now, I do want to share a little bit about my relationship with PEI Kids. Sure. Um, the previous um, professional development person, Jesse Elliott, as a friend of mine and turned me on to the organization a few years ago and I was like blown away by it. I was like, I can't believe I've, I've grown up in this, in this community and I've never even heard about this organization. And he said, hey, you know, why don't you come and be a part of, you know, some of the fundraising events that we're doing. Right. And so I jumped on board to help out. So um, there's sponsorship opportunities and packages for people who are available. And uh, again, you know, in this region, you know, although Mercer County is a very wealthy community, one of the wealthiest counties in the country, um, there's a lot of nonprofits who are doing work and, and it just works out calendar wise where everyone's looking for money about the same exact yes. time. But, but um, I can tell you that this organization, I've been involved with it for multiple years and multiple events and it's a fantastic time. And it's not just geared towards raising money and trying to get money to fund programs or, or pay salaries or those things. They're important, but that's not what the end all be all is. And there's sponsorship packages that are available, literally running from $500 up to $10,000. And I encourage you to check out the website, peikids.org. And there you can sign up for those things and um, you can look at some of the different options. And there's always an opportunity for you to get involved as a volunteer throughout the year. And it's not that you just have to be involved in sponsoring during these two events. If you want to come along and you, you have an opportunity to uh, transfer some funds or some time, talent, or treasures, you can always do that as well because uh, organizations like PEI Kids don't just function twice a year. It's an ongoing event, and when ones have a, a sustained 30-plus year track record, you know that there's something good that's going on there, and it's an opportunity for you to get involved. And if you're someone who lives in this region, it behooves you to do whatever you can with whatever you have to make the community better for everyone because that's what's going to help us all thrive and be better. So um, earlier, Roz, you were going into detail talking about uh, some of the other programming, and um, it was the Juvenile Justice Program. Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of the other programs that PEI Kids offers? So a couple other programs we have, and this is actually um, the original program that we launched the agency with, our Prevention Education Program. So uh, through that program, we actually uh, reach more children than any other. We see 10,000 children a year throughout Mercer County in their schools, in their classrooms. Um, so we go into a setting where they're comfortable, um, that they know and we present prevention education workshops that run from one to three days and in those workshops we teach children how to stay safe how to recognize unsafe situations whether it's peer assault or bullying um, whether it's uh, assault by a stranger or assault by a known person or family member which is usually in many cases sexual assault or child abuse um, so we teach children to recognize those um, the dangerous scenarios by teaching them some very basic and empowering principles. Um, and it is that every child has the right to be safe, strong, and free. 
Um, what I love about our program is that it's not something that we just go in and present to first graders or that we just present to third graders. It's for K through eight. So we're often seeing children throughout their elementary school education. So this kind of prevention education program, it becomes core to their elementary education, which, and that's what, what we want it to be. Mm -hmm. You know, we want it to be instinctive for these children to understand that they have rights and that they can't be violated. So um, that's one of my favorite programs because really um, prevention is the best thing we can do. Um, ideally, we would do our prevention so well that we won't need the intervention programs, but uh, unfortunately there is still a need for them. But that's the program where we actually see most children, like I said, 10,000 children and over 1,000 adults that we train through the school-based program. Uh, and then finally, the other program we have is support services, and we do that in coordination with the State um, Division of Child uh, Permanency and Protection, DCPMP, formerly DIFUS. Uh, so children who've been removed from the home and who are in foster care um, need some consistency in their lives, and we provide that by providing a safe, nurturing environment where they can come and meet with their biological family members. Typically, it's once a week for one to two hours. Um, and what that does a couple things. Um, often families are just going through a tough time and they couldn't pay the light bill and someone called and they lost their kids because they had no power in the house. But it gives parents an opportunity to get on their feet and demonstrate their parenting abilities. Um, it also keeps that family connection and that family bond strong because the ultimate goal is reunification. Kids want to be with their families and families want to be with their kids. So we work with children and families in foster care to help make that possible. Um, so that's our support services program, and as part of that, we also provide transportation so that we can get kids to their visits and their doctor's appointments, and even when they have to come for counseling for our child sexual abuse program, we provide transportation, and we provide over 44,000 miles of transportation a year to Mercer County children and families. Did you say 40,000? 40, yes, 44,000. Um, so it keeps us busy. It's interesting you mentioned that you hadn't heard of PEI kids, and you grew up in this community. <laughs> You know, most people and most families don't know about PEI kids until there's a real problem in their lives. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's one of the challenges we have as an organization is that most people, if things are going well, you never hear about PEI kids. Um, but when you have a child who's going through the juvenile justice system and they need a community-based program just to help them get on their feet and turn their lives around, or if you have a child who's been victimized by sexual abuse and they need some place to go, PEI Kids is the only agency in this community and in this county offering those kinds of programs. Um, so the challenges that many don't know about is, so that's what makes the fundraising and the outreach for donor support a challenge because we don't have the name recognition. But folks who have had troubling times or have had to get through some challenges in their lives really appreciate us for being there, for being a resource in the community. Mm, that's fantastic. And I think this is a perfect segue to you, Jennifer, to talk a little bit about the spring event that is coming up and uh, you being the co-chair. Well, before we get into that, I think Roz made some very good points oh, with regards to, um, you know, in keeping families together. Um, and also, it, it is a challenge with this or type of organization because this is not an easy topic to, to talk about. Um, so, you know, when you're, when you're going out there and you're soliciting and you're asking for sponsorship and you're telling them about the programs that you offer, some people are, are hands off, so it, it, it is a challenge, but I think that everyone involved in this organization is up to the challenge because they recognize that there is a need for it, and additionally, that they see how these children are benefiting from what's being provided, the services being provided to them. So, it, it, like I said, it's very dear, near and dear to my heart, and anything that can help advance these children who have been through so much and keep families together it, it, it's just why wouldn't you want to support an organization like that keeping families together is just it's it's amazing um so uh, with, I want to jump in and say, <laughs> folks, so that was a perfect mic drop. Jennifer could have dropped this in out. I'm done. And that's one of the things I love about live radio and pseudo live television is that, you know, when someone's passionate about something and they're on, on my show, they, they get that opportunity to let it out. And I'm glad you did that because I think just like I, I grew up in this area and didn't know about this right. for whatever reason, whether the organization, I was not part of the demographic to be mm -hmm. to be touched by this organization, or like you so eloquently put, some 
places and organizations are, hey, that's a subject that I do not want to even be associated with, et cetera. But at least now we can say that we're getting these opportunities. We're taking down some of those barriers. We're opening up uh, the opportunities for people to discuss this and have those conversations, which is what this is all about. I'm Absolutely. Sorry. No, not at all. Um, so additionally, I just want to say, so the passion you see that's exuded by me is also the passion that's exuded by the people that work for this organization, whether it be paid employees or volunteers. That's sure. what's so fantastic about this. We meet as part of this dinner committee every Tuesday from 5.30 to 6.30. People are coming in after work. They are devoting their time. Uh, we also, as, as a family, I bring my children in. They volunteer. And it, it's important for them to give back as well. Um, we all have a duty to give back to our communities and to help and just, you know, as families, keep these families together. So I'm going to use that uh, to segue into the uh, <laughs> segue into the annual dinner, which will take place on April 28th, uh, Friday, uh, at uh, Green Acres Country Club from 5.30 p.m. to 9, 9 o'clock p.m. Um, as the co-chair of this organization, I am very excited about some of the auction items for the silent auction and for the live auction. Um, designer handbags, yes. trips um, to the uh, Gables Inn. Yes, at Long Beach Island. Long Beach Island, mm -hmm. um, and some other priceless experiences as well. So it's really exciting because you get a group of over 150 people in a room and you're it, the, just the live auction and the um, auctioneers just everyone going back and forth bidding it's really nice Li mm -hmm. uh, Phillies tickets yes a club box uh, for the Trenton Thunder very good items so it, we were just talking about that tonight yes. at our um, at our committee dinner and it's just amazing how you can get people to donate and help to raise funds for such a wonderful organization. So we're really excited about it. Mm -hmm. Now we've got just a couple minutes before we're up on a break, but I'd like for you to share some more details about the about the actual dinner event, cost of tickets, et cetera. And folks, Green Acres Country Club, which has been here for I can't even imagine how many years it's been in this area. It's a wonderful facility. The staff is very nice. The food is very good. Um, it's a nice opportunity for, for you if that is not normally your um, recreational space. It's a nice opportunity to go to and experience the country club life or that area. And as, can you share some details about the cost of the event, et cetera? Certainly. The tickets are $150 a piece. Um, again, it's from 5.30 to 9 p.m. You have uh, a full dinner, salad. Um, and Ross, can you tell us sure. about the um, selections this Absolutely. year? Absolutely. So from 5.30 to 7 is the cocktail hour where we'll have past hors d'oeuvres, hot hors d'oeuvres. Um, we'll have a bar with uh, wine and beer free for the cocktail hour and then of course you can purchase um, mixed drinks as well and during that time we'll have our silent auction. I do want to take a moment to talk about some of the phenomenal and truly priceless live auction items which I'm going to interrupt Start you and say, after. hang on to that, because okay. we're going to come back after the break and, not, and not give you, uh, not interrupt you. Folks, you're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and I'm with Roz and Jennifer of the organization PEI Kids. The website is peikids.org, and there you can find out a lot about the history of the organization, programs and services that are offered, and what we're talking about tonight, the annual dinner that's coming up April 28th, Friday, April 28th. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. <laughs> and welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. I'm in the studio with Roz and Jennifer of the PEI Kids Organization. The website is peikids.org. And we've been talking about the history of the organization, some of the programming that it does. And we just started touching on the spring dinner and auction event that's coming up and I do want to go back and, and, and let you guys know I'd like to do this you know the little time when we're not on air the conversations that we have because I think they're so spot on you know and we were just talking about how um, sometimes people think not in my neighborhood mm -hmm. those issues aren't affecting people who look like me or people who live in this community and you made a very clear point mm -hmm. that PEI kids services every municipality every municipality in Mercer County every year. So it's not an anomaly. 
we consistently have clients in our programs, uh, specifically our Child Victims of Sexual Abuse program, from every single Mercer County municipality consistently year after year. So I think that's why it's so important to get beyond not wanting to talk about these issues because they impact everyone. They impact all of us. And just when you think it doesn't happen in my backyard, you read about an elite private school where children have been sexually abused for years. Um, so people, uh, you, we certainly don't want people to isolate or feel like this is a problem no one's going to understand in my community because there is un unfortunately someone else in your community who has dealt with or who is dealing with a similar issue. Um, so that's why it's so important that we also get in the classroom with these kids young and start introducing them to these concepts about having personal rights and no one violating your personal boundaries and get them uh, accustomed to talking about these issues and comfortable with it so that when something happens, you know, a little girl isn't gonna say, someone put their hand in my pocketbook for two months and the teacher not know what they're talking about because that happened. A little girl kept saying someone put his hand in my pocketbook and didn't understand. The teacher didn't understand that the girl was trying to tell her that someone touched her inappropriately because she was taught to call it her pocketbook. Mm. So things like that, we have to give children the language to discuss what's happening with them. Um, and that's how we can prevent things like child sexual abuse because it thrives in secrecy. Mm. Um, so you it's know, important that we have those discussions openly with the community. You know, and Ross, I want you to stick with that a little bit. And Jen, mm -hmm. Jennifer, please chime in. Um, how do we get to a space culturally mm -hmm. where conversations like this and like the ones like, like you mentioned with children in school, where they're comfortable. And I know it's a matter of having open dialogue and, and the school administration has to be on board, but what can parents do to facilitate mm -hmm. this? You know, it's interesting because the difficulty is not with the children discussing it, it's with parents not wanting mm -hmm. to talk about it or not being comfortable having those discussions with their children. Uh, so we as adults have to get past that uh, and get past thinking that if we don't talk about it, it won't happen. Um, because not talking about it is what allows it to happen. And that is not to place blame on anyone. But unfortunately, we've been acculturated to think that this is taboo to talk about. Um, and it's important to discuss healthy sexuality in an age-appropriate way. And that's what we do with our free community workshops. And PEI Kids will go out to any community organization, any parent organization, and present a free one- to two-hour workshop called an Enough Abuse Workshop and it teaches adults in the community how to have those conversations in an age-appropriate way and how to uh, minimize and eliminate child sexual abuse in our communities. So we're happy to do that. Mm -hmm. And people can go onto the website, PEIKids.org, and submit um, a comment or a request for the organization sure. to come out? You can just uh, send an email to info at PEIKids.org. You can call us at 609-695-3739. Uh, or you can check on our website and read up a little bit if you want to find out a little more specifically about our programs before you give a call. Mm -hmm. And folks, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, um, you know, my relationship with PEI Kids, it has been fantastic over the years. Uh, multiple people who have been in Roz's position, mm -hmm. but also in development as well. And uh, I'm going to encourage you one more time, regardless of the size of your organization, whether you're a faith-based community, if you're a neighborhood block association, if this is something that interests you and you think that it may be helpful to your children or some other children that you know, send an email to info at PEI Kids and say, hey, I'd like to have a conversation about having a presentation in a small group. I would love to help facilitate that conversation or that event, and I'm sure we can find a location where it can be done for little or no cost. And then who, who knows, let's turn it into something where it's an opportunity for people to come out, meet some different people, and have this conversation. Because if we're really depending on the future of our children, it behooves us to do whatever we can to put them in a situation where they can thrive. And as Roz mentioned, this isn't happening in one particular zip code. This mm -hmm. is happening throughout the county of Mercer. And I say that because oftentimes people have this welfare mentality. Oh, not me. That's those people. Or someone saying, hey, come help me. If it's happening in all of Mercer County, which is one of the wealthiest counties in the country, that means that it doesn't matter how much money you make, mm -hmm. how big your home is, what kind of vehicle you drive, or what school you go to. These are issues that are troubling young people and families across the board. And if we know this information, but we don't do anything about it, then we've got to start looking at ourselves and saying, what responsibility do we have? And I have to make this here a note, and I've said it on several occasions, dealing with mental health. Isolation is a form of hell. 
if you are isolating yourself, you are personally putting yourself into a situation of, uh, of agony. Take a moment, reach out and seek some help. If you're a young person, you can contact PEI Kids, um, peikids.org. If you're an adult, there's plenty of programs that are out there. And if there aren't, ask some questions. Maybe we can start a new one if it's, uh, if it's necessary and if it's needed. So um, I do want to transition because I, the main reason why we're here is we want to talk about um, not only the organization, but we want to talk about the annual dinner and auction, which is happening April 28th. Friday, April 28th, from 5.30 to 9 p.m. at Green Acres Country Club. And again, for those of you who have the means and the opportunity, there's plenty of opportunities for you to sponsor. They've got packages here from $500 up to $10,000 if you want to be a big baller. I know there's a few of them out there in the audience. Or even if you have some time, talent um, that you'd like to be a part of, you want to volunteer, you want to do something within the organization, nonprofit organizations will always take qualified volunteers. And for those who don't consider themselves qualified volunteers, you guys will we'll make room. You. There we go. Absolutely. We'll train you. Um, you know, it's interesting, too, because you mentioned that uh, sponsorships start at $500, and every sponsorship comes with tickets to the event. So you get $300 in tickets with your $500 sponsorship. So it's a great deal all around, whether you purchase tickets to come, whether you take out a sponsorship. It's a wonderful opportunity. Um, and what I love about this event is that it's all made available through the generosity and giving of people in our community, our community partners. So even all of our live auction items are all donated items. So we've got these incredible priceless opportunities. So one auction item, for example, is uh, a night in New York City. We've got an overnight stay, two hotel rooms at the Midtown Renaissance Hotel with theater tickets to a Broadway show with a backstage pass with the cast and dinner in Midtown in the theater district. It's phenomenal. Um, and you can't put a package like that together with a backstage pass, you know, with the cast. I mean, you can't buy that. Mm -hmm. um, another priceless uh, item that we have is the Friars Club. The famous Friars Club in New York City. Mm -hmm. um, that the Seinfeld episode they, uh, mm -hmm. they made about it, the missing jacket at the Friars Club. In any event, um, so we've got a night at the Friars Club with dinner. It's Thursday night, open night. So you may have any comedian, any entertainer, any member of the Friars Club get up that night on the mic, you know, and it's one of those priceless evenings where you have to be a member to get into the Friars Club, but because they donated this opportunity to us, we're able to provide someone a night at the Friars Club, um, open mic with the entertainers there and a tour of the club. So, I mean, it's just one after another phenomenal live auction packages like that that are going to be available on April 28th. So we're looking forward to it. Everyone's going to have a great time. That's Absolutely. awesome. Jennifer, why don't you throw out some, some information in there as well? Absolutely. So in addition to that, uh, with a live auction, it's it's a nice evening out. It's two and, a, two and a half, three hours of your time, and you're supporting a fantastic organization. So you get to network, um, and we have... Actually, this year, um, our guest speaker is Adrienne Banks. Yes. She is the uh, national correspondent for ABC News. She actually moderated a documentary that we were featured in, was so impressed with the kids we work with and the work that we do that she agreed to moderate and host our event this year. Um, we're going to have the mayor of Lawrence to give some introductory remarks. So we've got a wonderful mix of dignitaries, mm. people in the community, community leaders who will be there. Um, and, you know, it's just that's what makes it great, I think, is the wonderful mix of people and supporters that we have come out. Mm -hmm. And if you can attend the the, uh, the annual dinner, as Jacques said and Roz said, we also have our uh, wine tasting in October, mm -hmm. which we customarily have at the Trenton Mercer Airport. Yes. Additionally, you can um, support our organization through a special appeal. You can go out onto the website at any time throughout the year. Um, so it doesn't have to be if you don't have the means at this point in time. If it's $10, $5, mm -hmm. whatever you can to support our organization, you can go out onto the website and provide us with that financial support. Mm -hmm. And speaking of financial support, folks, I grew up to, to this saying, quick nickels are better than slow dollars. So if you've got 10 bucks that you can throw into a pot 10 times a year, that's quite all right. You can do that, and it all equals $100. So can consider that. You've got a couple of dollars now, put it in a pot. It's going to help out the organization. Jennifer, as co-chair, why don't you give a, a little visual of what folks can experience when they come to the event on April 28th. Now before you do that, I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think about that um, because I want to make this other appeal, folks. 
the tickets are $150 each, so it's $300. You can easily drop $300 on dinner and drinks, and it's done. And there may be a chance that the meal might not be that good. Here at this event, you're going to be supporting a fantastic cause, one. Number two, you're going to get an opportunity to go to a country club, which most people know is generally a private event. That's number two. Number three, you're going to be able to mingle and meet with other people who are like-minded. And more than likely, those people are going to be people in your community who you may not have met before. There's also a large percentage of that is tax deductible for those of you who are frugal and like to consider those things. But you also have an opportunity to bid on some amazing eclectic work. Not only the Friars Club, tickets to the Phillies, Trenton Thunder, but there's also a custom guitar. A personal friend of mine has artwork that's going to be there as well. Not only that, but designer handbags and some other things. It's an amazing opportunity and the value is really good. Again, you and one other person, 300 bucks, you're going to get more than that back, not only through your the tax deductible, but also through the fantastic dinner and the opportunity to hang out. And if you get there on time, you can enjoy the uh, the drinks for the hour-long happy hour. So you won't even be paying for those. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, so and who doesn't enjoy that? Three <laughs> beer and wine. Exactly. <laughs> so Jennifer, I want to swing back over to you. We've got about two minutes left, and then I want you to just do a little teaser about what people can expect, and then when we come back after the break, I'll let you go into detail. Okay. So what you can expect, you're walking into this beautiful room and you see all these people, you're networking on a Friday evening. Um, and I, I know my spouse enjoys it because it's time away from the kids, you know, it's adults. Um, and you're bidding on quality items. I know for myself, um, and one of the other board members, we like to bid on the designer handbags, <laughs> <laughs> amongst other items. Um, but you have hors d'oeuvres uh, during the silent auction. Um, and then you have a nice sit down dinner. Um, and it's just, it's an amazing evening where when you get to the live auction, you're in a room full of people and you're bidding and it's just this air of, it's, I, I can't even explain it. It's just so much excitement in the room and you're outbidding someone. So if you're competitive like me, you want to make sure that if it's an item that you really want, you're going to bid up yes. and get that item. So it's fantastic. All right. Awesome. So I'm speaking with Roz and Jennifer of PEI Kids. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening and watching the Triton 365 show. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, Trenton, the numbers 365show at gmail.com. You can go to the website, Trenton365.com, Facebook, Trenton 365 Show. And there's a couple other Facebook things as well. For those of you who are interested in lots of eclectic things happening in the community, go to the Trenton 365 Community Calendar page on Facebook. Like that page, and you, uh, you will be surprised at all the wonderful events that are taking place in this region. I cover from New York to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So if you're in that region, you've got an opportunity to meet some like-minded, eclectic folks like myself. Uh, so in the studio with me is Roz and Jennifer from PEI Kids, and we're talking about not only the organization, but we're talking about the spring dinner and auction event that's happening April 28th. And just before the break, Jennifer was going into some detail, and I had to cut her off. We had to pay some bills. <laughs> I had to cut her off. Um, she was uh, talking about, explaining about what you can expect when you roll up to Greenacres Country Club on Friday, April 28th. You get your either park your car or do valet service, and hopefully you're all geared up. You got your suit on, looking fashionable. If you're a man and if you're a woman, you've got something on that you really feel comfortable in, etc. And Jennifer, why don't you take over from there? And as I stated, it's a wonderful night out, couples night out, um, away from the children, uh, wonderful items that to bid on, uh, vacations, um, designer handbags, as I am a fan <laughs> of. Um, but one thing I would like to specifically point out is the um, this year's dinner and auction. It's titled Field of Dreams Raising Hope. Um, and it is all about raising hope for these children that have been victims of sexual abuse. Um, and again, empowering them to understand that they have rights as well. So it's a very strong message, uh, something that we all as volunteers and board members and um, employees of PEI Kids feel very strongly about. So I just want to, you know, I, I want to put that out there. Although it is a fantastic evening um, and we, everyone there always enjoys it, it's all about supporting these children in the Mercer County area. So yes. um, 
Roz, I'll turn it over to you. Sure. Well, you know, you raised a good point. You mentioned employees, and I would be remiss. You know, we've been talking about all the fantastic work we do. I just want to say I have a phenomenal staff that makes this all possible. Um, you know, I have program heads who are committed to the community, committed to their programs, and have been with the agency for years, and trust me, they don't do it for the money. They do it because they love the work they do, and they really have a passion and a heart for the children that we serve. Um, and that's really the only way to do this kind of work. So I just want to uh, send a note of appreciation out to my staff. Um, they actually make my job easy. I get to go out and talk about all the phenomenal work we're doing, and it's all thanks to them. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I mentioned before that this event is possible because of the support of some wonderful community partners who donate services. Um, I really want to mention our super responders who provide us with funding in the beginning of the year so that we can start these programs off on strong footing. Um, and they're also sponsors of this event. So I just want to mention a, a few of our larger super sponsors. Uh, NJM Insurance Group is a wonderful community partner. Bloomberg has also been great to us for a number of years. Uh, Bristol Myers Squibb and Ventura Wealth Management are, have just been uh, wonderful supporters of our work um, and have provided amazing financial support, which is so important now um, that government funding is really volatile uh, at this point in the year. So we're really coming to rely more and more on our community to support the work that we're doing in the community. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate them for that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and folks, um, you know, not, not to turn this, uh, this interview into a political statement, because I mean, I've got friends who are blue, red, and mm -hmm. everything in between and beyond. Um, but what's happening now is a reality, okay? We can be upset about it, we can protest about it, we can do whatever we want about it, but this train has left the station. So it takes time for you to realize that. So you can either chase that train or you can get to the next stop and get on it or find another means of transportation. So with saying that, we know that funding is going to be cut for a lot of organizations. Okay, if you're someone who's involved in the community where you live, preferably, you need to be civically engaged and civically active. Now is the time for you to get involved in what's happening in your community. That's the only way that this is going to turn around. Some people call it picking yourself up by your own bootstraps or whatever you want to say. Regardless, if there's a deficit and it needs to be filled, and if you can't get any governmental help, then it's other people in the community need to step up. So organizations like PEI Kids, they're doing wonderful work. You can check the research. You can check 30 plus years of the research and see what it's been doing, the success stories. Roz and Jennifer have mentioned about people who've gone through the program, who've been helped by the program, who are now professionals themselves, who are coming back offering services, time, talent, and treasures. That is a great indicator of how wonderful the program is. And those are the kinds of conversations and organizations that I want to bring to you. It's fine to have the large national organizations where you know one-tenth of one percent goes to the actual funding to the programming. That's not what's happening here. This is a local organization, people committed to it, organizations, businesses are committed to it as well, and they're local as well. So it behooves you, again, as the individual, if you want to see your community get better, then you better get involved in your community. Raza, we're just about finishing up, and I'd like for you to, uh, you know, run through some of the, again, just the summary of some of the programs for the sure. folks who weren't here in the beginning of the Absolutely. program. Absolutely. Well, I just want to state again that PEI Kids' mission is dedicated to promoting and maintaining a safe environment for all children. Um, and, you know, that encompasses uh, a number of programs, but uh, in all, our, our focus is really on prevention, education, and intervention against child abuse and child sexual abuse. Um, and where children have taken the wrong path or ended up going down the wrong road, um, they're still young enough and resilient enough that we can get them back on the right path. Ultimately, that makes them better, but it makes our community better because these are the leaders of tomorrow, and they're going to determine the communities that we eventually live in. So it's important that we invest in these young people now so that we'll have a better future for in our community for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That's great. Now, uh, uh, Raj, you know, since I'm a bit of a techie and, and I don't mm -hmm. consider myself to be super technologically advanced, you know, but um, the website, I yes. enjoy the website. I like going to websites and just kind of playing around a little mm -hmm. bit. What can people do on the website? Um, so our, our website needs to be updated. So if there's a webmaster out there who's good at WordPress, 
I invite you to give me a call um, because we really want to make our website more engaging. Uh, currently, uh, it gives you a lot of great information about our programs. You can find out about the work we're doing. Um, you can reach out to us through the website. Um, I will say you can also go online and become a sponsor for this event right online. You can purchase your tickets right online. So we do have those kinds of uh, e-commerce capabilities on our website too if you want to support PEI Kids or be a part of this event. Awesome. And Jennifer, um, over to you, uh, last few words. Well, and again, this event is spectacular. You will not be disappointed uh, from live music mm -hmm. for, um, to the live auction, silent auction, raffle baskets. It is an amazing evening. That's great. So we've got uh, probably about five minutes left, and I always like to, to have my guests say something to the audience that doesn't, that, that is on the fence. Those people who are on the fence, and, hey, you know, I'm not really sure about this organization, or maybe I really shouldn't get involved. You know, I, I really don't have the ability to do it. I, I'm housebound, or I don't live in the area because, you know, with technology now, and this is going out all over the place. What are some of the passionate things that you'd like to say to them? You know, I'll tell you, no matter uh, where you are or what you do, there's always a way that you can get involved and that you can support the work that we're doing, especially if it's work that you believe in. Um, you know, we're of the belief that there's no such thing as a bad kid. There are just kids in bad circumstances. So if you believe in helping these children get a second chance or turn their lives around or restore their hope so that they have hope for the future, um, this is the organization that you want to be involved in. It can be something as simple as sharing our link on your Facebook page. So if you want to go and grab the link for this event off our website, share it to your Facebook page and invite your friends to come out. This is a great organization for a great cause. Let's get out and support what they're doing. Or let's go out and have a good time on Friday the 28th. I mean, it's something as simple as just sharing information. Um, or if you have friends with resources, call and let us know because we're going to be having open houses in June. We're going to be having lunch and learns. So prospective donors or people uh, who are civic-minded who want to learn more about what we do and how they can get involved, we're going to have small group lunch and learns and invite people in to have our program managers talk about the work they're doing in their programs. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with funding in our sector and invite them to be a part of the organization and part of our PEI Kids family. So we're really looking forward to engaging the community more in that effort. Well, I've been involved with the organization for a couple of years and you just mentioned a couple of things that I didn't even know about. Yes, that's so, folks, so I know <laughs> that some of you in the listening audience have no idea what is going on with PEI Kids. <laughs> Jennifer? Well, and additionally, uh, you know, with with social media that's not the only way give the office a call say mm -hmm. I'm interested how can I help a and they can give you information mm -hmm. on ways that you can help or go to the go to the website mm -hmm. and make a donation uh, and again we hope to see people out during uh, for the um, auction yes. and for the uh, wine tasting but again give the office a call they can make some recommendations on how you can how you can help mm. Fantastic. Jennifer and Roz, thank you both for coming on to the show. My pleasure. You're welcome. Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, I encourage you again, uh, just take a couple minutes, go to the website, tool around, check it out, peikids.org. If you want some questions answered from my perspective, send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. It may take a little while, but I will get in touch with you. Other than that, I encourage you to check it out. Go to the website, and more importantly, give some thought to coming to the event, April 28th. Friday, April 28th, 5.30 p.m., Green Acres Country Club for the PEI's PEI Kids Dinner and Auction. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show over the three-time Stella Award-winning station, WIMG 1300. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. All right, don't go anywhere.